So it's been a long time since I've done an interview on Frederick's Mind thing. So when an opportunity came up where I could interview the comedy writer and friend of fascist Andy Breckman and radio station manager and political prognosticator, psychic political prognosticator Ken Friedman, they're the hosts of the stunt radio program Seven Second Delay on WFMU. I jumped at it. And if you hold on just a minute, you'll get to hear my interview with them. Frederick, Frederick, mind, So, Frederick, your podcast, it's all over the map. Oh, you better believe it. Is this for your podcast, this interview? Yeah, yeah. Frederick, yeah, yeah. Frederick, yeah, yeah. Frederick, yeah, I even bought chewing gum and stuff. Oh, to make Andy feel at home. That's right. <laughs> well, that's appreciated, my brother. All right, I think we're ready to start. Let me just check. Hang on a second. Yes, we can start. All right. So, uh, Fredericks. Are you, uh, Kenny, are you recording? I am recording, so we can begin right now. Andy, you can let Fredericks begin, or Andy, you can begin. Well, Fredericks, I want to uh, thank you for joining us. You, you're running a, little, running a little late. I guess you thought Ken said we're starting at 2.08. <laughs> I thought he said 2.45, to be honest. I, was, I thought I was early. Yeah, time is so confusing. It can be sometimes. It sure can be. Well, we got 20 minutes, so let's get, yeah, so let's just kick it off. So, Fredericks, what did you want to uh, talk to Andy or I or both of us? So, both well, of us. First off, well, first off, let's say hello to Frederick. Where are you, where are you calling from, Frederick? Newport Richie, Florida. And where is that? Is that on the? Is that in the near the up north? Is that near the Panhandle? Nope, it's on the west coast, just a little bit north of Tampa. About an hour north of Tampa. Uh-huh. That's exactly where you belong, my friend. And then, oh, go ahead. How long have you lived there? Oh, well, I've been in this general region since 1979. Right. And, and in how this... Long been, how long have you been out of work? <laughs> Not at all. Oh. I don't get a break. And what, what kind of work do you do? I don't usually go into that. Okay, I understand and I respect that. Uh, what kind of work do you do? <laughs> I do uh, construction-related work. Oh, I could see why you'd be reluctant to mention <laughs> that you're in construction. And I also podcast. <laughs> oh, well, that's something, <laughs> that's something I would not mention. <laughs> oh, is this for your podcast, this interview? Yeah, yeah. Frederick's, oh, great. Frederick's my thing. Great. Hey, Frederick, you might, you might be interested in this. I met a man uh, a couple weeks ago uh, in, uh, in New York uh, who did not have a podcast. Get out. No way. No yeah. way. Well, he does. By now, he does. Oh, okay. Yeah, now that yeah, where, did, where did you run into him? Was he, like, living underground in the subways or something? <laughs> One of the people's clay interviews. He, he was serving me uh, serving me coffee at uh, Starbucks. Huh. 
And how did it become? Like look like a regular guy. You like you wouldn't be able to tell any anything. Uh, how did it come up as part of the conversation, Andy? I said uh, thank you for the coffee. I'll be sure to listen to your podcast. <laughs> you say that to everybody these days. And then, huh? Yeah, of course. And then he said, "I don't have a podcast." And then I just dropped my coffee. <laughs> wow. Wow. Did he give Did he give you another one? Oh, good, good question, Ken. The, the son of a bitch owes me a call. Yeah, usually, oh. even if it's your own fault, if you spill it like that right after buying it, they'll give you another. Now, Fredericks, tell me about, tell us about your podcast. What's it called again? Fredericks Mind Thing, and I've been doing it for. Are you saying mind like brain? M I N D. M I N D. Yep, but I think of the mind and the brain as different things. They're related, but not the same. Well, yeah, tell me about it. In your case, you and Ken have that in common. I, yeah. I can't believe I'm getting interviewed instead of interviewing, but that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. I've tried telling Andy about this, but he doesn't get it. Andy. Well, Ken, you and Ken, you and Fredericks are on your own evolutionary branch. <laughs> You're way out there. Uh, no one can reach you without a ladder. We would need a ladder to reach your branch. Hey, so Frederick, what is a typical podcast? What is a typical Well, show? the last few years, actually since around 2016, it has taken a very political turn. And I do a lot of analysis about what's going on in our country and the rise of fascism, and I call it that. And uh, the so You're not afraid to call a fascist a fascist. Correct. That's that's very courageous of you. Yeah, Andy's Andy's always always had a soft spot in his heart for the German fascists. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to call a fascist my brother. Oh, I just uh, I just don't want any trouble. I call everyone brother just to be safe. So funny you say that because my one of my favorite news people down here in Tampa was a gentleman named Rob Laura. He worked for a community radio station down here called WMNF. And yeah. he, he lost his job for calling someone, I believe it's called a capo. Is that a Jew that cooperated with the Nazis? Oh, a capo. A capo, isn't that the Italian term for a captain, for like a street captain, a mob captain? That's what I thought. Then it's capo, perhaps? K-A-P-O. I know that's... I don't know. I mean, I, I could see capo, I could see the word capo being, you know... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If three, if three relatively intelligent people are not sure about the definition of capo, what manager on earth would fire this guy? The guy who fired him. Correct. Oh, the guy who fired him. Yeah. Yes. You, mean, you mean the guy who fired him was 100% sure what capo meant and how derogatory it was? Yes, apparently. Yeah, capo... Yes. Wow. You could do a lot worse than the word capo, I think. You can. I have a whole list here. Frederick, yeah. in your podcast, have you ever spoken to a bona fide, genuine fashion? No. I know you talk about them, but have you ever met them? A genuine fascist. Not on my podcast. I have definitely met fascists. But not on your podcast. Yeah, oh, no, some they're, of, some they're of not my guests. Some yeah. of Andy's best friends are fascists, so he could contact a bunch of his buddies. Well, some of the some of the girl fascists are pretty hot. You got it. You have to admit that. You will admit I, that. I have I not. Have, I've not checked into that. I admit that, Andy. Yeah, can't deny that. Well, no. well like, we're only we're only human. 
Really? Like Marjorie Taylor Greene? Oh, no, no. Lauren Boebert? Wait, is she on your fascist list? She is, yeah, yeah. With Jewish space lasers and stuff? Come on, Andy. Okay, that's a fascist. Okay, I think Andy... Andy was more. Andy was talking about the uh, female contingent of the Boogaloo Boys. I think when when he was talking about the super hot the female fashion. Boogaloo I'm Girls. I'm still confused about the capo. Uh, okay. Well, why don't we let Why don't we let Frederick begin his interview? Because we to only. Be, to be honest with you, Ken, I'm scared. Okay, because we've uh, we're, we're we're halfway into the time already. Okay, Frederick, what what would you what would you like to ask us? Well, I was going to ask about music, then I was going to talk about politics, but and then humor kept coming up, but now we ended up talking about politics. So I'm really a little bit, I'm not sure which way to go with well, it. What, what would you have asked Ken? As most Ken is the station manager. What would you have asked him about music? Uh, well, I was going to ask him about uh, Johnny Thunders in Michigan. He had made a <laughs> he had made a reference one time that he was going to school and something about Johnny falling down the stairs and stuff. Yeah, yes. Uh, Johnny Thunders uh, lived in my dormitory in Ann Arbor, Michigan. What happened was um, he was he was trying to stop using heroin. Um, so he moved from New York City to Detroit, and he was trying to be clean in Detroit and, and kick the habit. And uh, this was, you know, at the height of the punk rock era, 77, 78. And uh, a bunch of the punks who lived in my dorm found out that Johnny Thunders was living in Detroit. And they they started visiting him and bringing him heroin. And uh, next thing we knew, he was living in the dormitory, actually. <laughs> he actually was illegally living in the dorm. And all the punks in East Quad at the University of Michigan kept, uh, you know, bringing him food and and heroin and stuff like that. And uh, he did some shows. He did some guest appearances on my old college radio station. Oh, really? Yeah, which were which were pretty hilarious. Oh, man. Are there, yeah. are there records in that by any chance? Yeah, yeah, there is. There is a famous tape of him um, uh, cursing a blue streak on the air and playing the Shangri-Las on, uh, on, on my old college student station, which was WCBN in Ann Arbor. Did you ever catch him and Wayne Kramer in Gang War? Did you? That was a very no, short-lived... No, I, I didn't. Okay. I did not. Now, Jet, for for uh, not every, I mean, of course, I know who Johnny Thunder is. Of course, you yeah, do right? everyone, but but some of our listeners might not might not uh, recognize the name. Why don't you? Well, he's that? a punk rock legend. He was in uh, uh, he was in the Heartbreakers. He formed the New York Dolls with he David was in the Joe New York Hansen. Dolls. Yeah. Yep. And then yeah, his heroin. He he made a few good records throughout the years and lots of very mediocre bootlegs, which I've waited. But, yeah, up. but also had a couple of classic songs like "You Can't Wrap Your Arms Around a Memory," right? And mm-hmm. Chinese uh, rocks. Chinese rocks are like are yeah, classic. Those are, those Born are to classic, Lose. All right. mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are funny kind of classics because yeah. no, no one's ever heard of them. So. Yeah, it's true. It's an unless you listen, to, unless you listen to FMU on occasion, you'll hear them. You ever hear of that? Yeah. No. I, well, that would that would exclude me. There's I, no chance to hear them. I know you only broadcast on it, right? You don't ever listen to it. I don't even, uh, Frederick. I don't even listen to my own show as I broadcast. Oh. I'm listening. I have earphones on. I'm listening to something else. Okay. 
Well, now can I jump to the politics again while I got Ken lined up here? Yeah, sure. okay. Okay, I you hate- made a prediction about the breakup of the Republican Party, and you said you wanted Trump to win back in, like, 2015, and I was just curious how you thought that was progressing. Uh, I think it's going pretty well. It's going according to plan. I think I think the phrase that I used back in 2015 is that Donald Trump was an angel sent from heaven to destroy the Republican Party. And uh, I'd say he's doing a fairly good job of it. Okay. Ken, wait, Ken, are you? did you really make that prediction? Uh, yes. Uh, Wow, good for you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, he Although was the first person. It doesn't really count. Ken, Frederick, as you know, Ken just babbles and makes insane predictions constantly. <laughs> uh, so, so one out of every 400 are bound to, are bound to stick. Yeah, it's, it's like a chimpanzee throwing dots at the uh, list of companies on the New York Stock Exchange. or uh, yeah. It's like a, a, a broken watch telling the right time twice a day. It's like that. I actually tried this once. I tried throwing a chimpanzee at a list of companies. How did that go? No, bad, bad. Yeah, I'm sure Don't he got really, he got angry, right? No, the darts is a better idea. Have you ever seen a psychic? I've seen, I've seen footage of psychics just sitting there making insane predictions, just 500, 600, 700 predictions on video, uh, time-stamped. So they can then cherry pick with the ones that come true. Wow, I haven't seen that, but I have heard that. Uh, yeah. the, the old TV psychic Criswell, there's some recordings of Criswell making one insane prediction after another. Yeah, yeah. and I heard that that's the best thing about being a futurist, is if you're wrong, everybody forgets your name. And if you're right... Anyway, you're on that subject, anyway, congratulations, Ken, for calling... Thank you. ...for calling that political dynamic actually yeah. occurring. So can we talk about cancel culture, Andy? Are you concerned uh, about that at all? I, I, I'm uh, happy, happy to talk about it, and especially happy to talk about it on WFMU, which is uh, a safe harbor. The, uh, it's the Alamo. It's the last stand for, uh, for the First Amendment. So you can get away with your transgressive humor? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's hard for me. As you know, I'm a fascist. And uh, so it's very hard for me to find the show. Do you spell that K-A-P-O by any chance? I spell it K-A-P-O, exactly. Okay, good. All right. So, uh, Andy did go through a period when he was quite worried about being canceled and started pulling his punches on the air. That was a little weird. It was when he had a, he had a TV series on, and he was actually worried that he was going to get canceled. I forgot, I, I forgot that no one was listening. And uh, I got worried. You got the kid, I remember it. I remember it truly abused Ken. It was. It was really fascinating because after so many decades of you yeah. <laughs> not not caring at all, all of a sudden it was like, whoa, he's really worried that he might get canceled. Right. It took me a year to get my wife to take you guys seriously because it was. We started listening when. Andy was making his rape jokes and the child molestation jokes, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, those are there's, ever- nothing, there's nothing funny about rape, but there's nothing not funny about child molestation. <laughs> what do you make of Dave Chappelle's uh, attacks on the trans community? I don't, I have not seen it. Was that uh, like a Netflix special that I, I only saw the headline? 
Yeah, he did do uh, he did do a whole special on it. When but you he say now you have to be careful about the language you use, Frederick. I don't know if he, I don't know if he would agree he was attacking the trans community. I haven't, I didn't see the. Uh, yeah, I would not. I would not say that he was attacking the trans community. I mean, if he was just if he was being nuanced about it, he, that is in some circles considered an attack. That's uh, the problem. Okay. That's the problem we're having. But, okay, I see what you're saying. So it could be considered humor at <laughs> others' expense. Well, I mean, was the did the uh, did the audit, did the arena did the uh, ten thousand people were they laughing? Most of them, yes, I'm afraid. Okay, well, so. then it is. Then Frederick, no matter what you say, it is humor. Right. Well, Dave David Feldman was the one that really brought my attention to what Chappelle was doing. Oh, wait, I know. Wait, David Feldman, the podcaster? Yes, from I know he knows you. He well, talked you know, about riding in a car with you and Weigel going to D.C. Was and he a writer for SNL? Yes. Or uh, Letterman? Letterman? Oh, maybe not but SNL. He's a very, very funny, uh, talented Writer, I don't know if he's ever worked for SNL, but John Stewart, but, I know he did. Oh, John Stewart, I know he worked for uh, for some of those guys. Yeah, he said you guys were in the front seat, and for the whole ride, you just were playing dumber and dumber and dumber. And he said he just sat in the back seat laughing the whole way to Washington D.C. Uh, I guess that was a few years ago. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, uh, tell him I say hi. Okay, next time I talk to him. Yeah, I talk to him every once in a while. And does Tony Shalhoub ever bring up the time when Ken was drunk? <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, okay, that's a sweet memory, too. Tony Shalhoub, who I've worked with and I'm working with now. Actually. Yeah, ex explain, explain what Fredericks is referring to there. Uh, I, uh, Tony Shalhoub, uh, uh, who's a partner of mine on a couple of projects, he was a he was a guest on our show when we were doing live shows, and it happened to be the show where Ken was taking a shot every every minute, every couple of minutes. I think I had twenty ounces of alcohol of tequila before the show even began. So by ten minutes into into the show, I was very very drunk. Started to kick out. in a little. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Ken, if that show, if people want to listen to that show, is that in the archive? I don't think it is. I think I, I think I air it and then I take it down so that not too many people get to hear it. Uh, oh. And then I do it again, uh, just so that it's a it's an unusual uh, new uh, episode for people every couple of years. You're always thinking, Ken. Thinking, Lincoln. Yep. You're a marketing genius. <laughs> it's how you built your empire of the air. Oh man, I got. Something else, oh, I forgot. I went to chat GPT, and I uh -huh. asked it to make some jokes for you guys. Oh, jeez. And I wanted to see which one. There's three of them. And I wanted to see which one Andy liked the best. Some professional humor. So, Frederick, your podcast, if this is typical of your podcast, it's all over the map. Oh, you better believe it. It's, what, it's my mind thing. Whatever's on my mind. Frederick's Mind Thing. Is that the name Correct. of it? Correct. I'll, I'll, I'll edit that now. That's going to be my intro now. Okay, so that title now is taken. No one else can use that title. Frederick's Correct. Mind Correct. Okay. All right. 
So, why did Andy Breckman and Ken Friedman start a radio show about potatoes? Because they Is wanted that... to mash it up with some great tunes. Oh, that's a chat GPT joke. Correct. Okay, that one's really bad. All give us, right. Give us another one. Why did Ken Friedman and Andy Breckman invite Don McLean to their FMU show? I don't know. Why? Because they heard he was a vinyl Van Gogh, and they wanted to pick his brain on the ultimate record finds. That's even worse than the first one. And what's the... <laughs> That's What's nothing, really, that, nothing really comes trippingly off the tongue. <laughs> it's it's a what, robot, what's Andy. The last, what's the last one, Frederick? Okay. Well, actually, I have two, but I'll use this one. Why did Andy Breckman and Ken Friedman bring a toilet to the radio station? Ooh, this one I like. I don't know why. So they could give their listeners a real crapper's delight. Wow. Exactly. These are just... <laughs> Ken, I think we have the, the new name for our show, Rapper's Delight. Rapper's Delight. <laughs> Why not? All right, now this isn't related to Ken. you, but I think it was the best joke I got from AI. Yeah. Why did the fast, Why did the fascist chicken cross the road to the White House? I don't know. Why? <laughs> to dictate the rules of the pecking order. That's another chat GPT joke. That's an that's an anti-fascist chat GPT <laughs> that's joke. That's right. If I'm not mistaken. That's the only kind of chat GPT I use is the anti-fascist ones. Wow. Yeah, man, yeah, make sure the setting is on anti-fascist. Yeah, there's a little button. You don't wanna you don't wanna turn that knob accidentally. It's confusing because it's right next to pro-fascist. Yeah, very, very confusing. That button. God. Yeah. Ken, we've gotta be careful of that ourselves. We've been We've been forgetting to turn the knob back to anti-fascist. It's just so confusing. It is. We should label that damn knob. Yeah. Put a piece of tape over it. Oh, that's a better idea. And well, so going forward, we can assure our listeners, our, our, our <laughs> fans, of, fans of Crapper's Delight, Crapper's that we'll never hear any more pro-fascist humor. I can't wait till somebody writes a song for the new show. Frederick, do you have a final question? And then we got to run because we have another interview set up. Okay, yes, I do. Um, <laughs> it's a final one. You frequently, not recently, but you have frequently called your show anti-comedy, and you also have described what you do as high radio criticism. And I was hoping to have you elaborate, either one or both of you. Well, anti-comedy is pretty uh, established as a genre of comedy, I think. Like Wait, Tim and how Eric? Are we, just, how are we anti-comedy? Well, it, you know, conceptual stuff that's, that's poking fun at comedy. You know, I think of anti-comedy as being, you know, Steve Martin, Andy Kaufman, stuff that's, uh, you know, kind of meta about comedy. I had, this is all news to me. I was just trying to be funny. This is news to me. I was knocking on the wrong door. And the guy sitting next to you knew what was happening, though. Yeah, Ken, Ken you've been doing anti-comedy. I've been doing comedy. 
That's why our rowboat has been going around in circles. Jesus! I thought you were doing anti-comedy also. <laughs> no, that's why we haven't been able to go in a straight line. Oh my God. It's well, like matter and anti-matter, right? Live, live and learn. And then the other one was high radio what? Criticism. You described uh, what you did on FMU as high radio criticism. That, that's new to me. I've never heard of that, of you, that one. You said it in an interview quite a few years you ago. You said it, Ken. You said it, Ken. Well, it's probably, probably also, you know, just the fact that it's a bit meta and, you know, and, and, and poking fun at radio conventions and things like that. Maybe. I'm, I'm not yeah. sure what well, I... Well, that's the yeah, way a I... Lot of, a lot of radio plays, you know, a lot of other stations play music that might please their audience. <laughs> I know. I know. I've heard about those. Yeah. So we go. We go the other way. I don't. Yeah, they're zigging. They're zigging. We're zagging. I took it as to mean that the corporations are so rigidly controlling radio, and that if you, they believe that if you don't rigidly control it, it's going to fail. But Ken has proved that it can succeed, and you can develop an audience and carry on without following that. And it's a way of critiquing it by the way that you actually. Do radio. In other way, in other right. words, in other words, this radio station kills fashion. Let's yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's just say that. Okay. And, okay. And, let's and leave Fre it at Fredericks, that. Fredericks wrapped up exactly what I meant when exactly. I said. Exactly. Oh. Thank right. you, Fredericks. Fredericks, we are out of time. We have to talk to Max now. All right, Crapper's delight, boys. Crapper's delight. Is <laughs> Thanks, Fredericks. And see you later. Okay. Bye bye. 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 Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.